Hey, everybody, you're listening to Crystal here with the Plant Pusher podcast. And what's really, really exciting is that we're here with you to always talk about all things plants, colors, textures, shapes, their impacts on your life. I love working with plants. I love introducing you to new plants. And here at Plant Pusher, that's what I do. I push you straight to the plants. Hey, everybody. So it's time for you to tune in and let's enjoy a little bit of time. This is Crystal. I am your plant pusher. And today we are pushing ancient seeds. What you know about that? I'm really excited because I love seeds. And we've talked a little bit about planting methods. We've talked about harvesting methods. But let's talk about ancient seeds and what makes them really, really unique. So to understand the importance of ancient plants and seeds, y'all, we got to take a step back in time. You know, these plants have been on the planet for years. They're evolving through, you know, weather and environmental change, people, um, travel, all types of amazing things. But they leave behind a legacy that continues to amaze us. You know, there's so many beautiful plants. Uh, one, for example, is uh, ginkgo. Ginkgo biloba is really, really uh, referred to as a living fossil. You know, that tree dates back to over 270 million years, and it's remained virtually untouched, unchanged since the time of dinosaurs. So when you think about how incredible it is, we can still find ancient trees in our modern world because they've survived. It's, it's listen, it's lightweight, remarkable, because y'all outfits can't even last that long. So when you think about all these things, it's adapted to survive in extreme conditions, there are plants that are over 2,000 years old that people are still eating and consuming today. Um, you got to remember that a lot of things that we're eating today in various parts of the world are original to the variety of cultures that brought them. So there's so much to experience. You know, ancient seeds are like time capsules. They're preserving the genetic material of plants from a long time ago. Archaeologists have discovered that seeds in various archaeological sites are providing valuable insights into the plants that existed during that time period of history because they wouldn't even have a clue of its mere existence if it hadn't been for them finding those seeds and doing that really dope, deep research. Okay, so with that being said, it reminds us that the seeds can be thousands of years old and still retain their viability meaning that they can germinate and grow into plants even after all those years. Could you imagine finding a rare seed um, in, a, in a tomb, um, in an ancient burial ground that's over 2,000 years old, and then you plant it and it still blossoms? It's mind-boggling. The power of science is at our fingertips. So when you think about it, there are examples of ancient seeds that have been successfully germinated. I mean, one of them is the Judean, uh, the Judean date. It's a palm seed, okay? It's known as Methuselah seed. And this seed was discovered in the 1960s during an excavation. I mean, think about how long that took to find. The name Methuselah all by itself tells you everything you really need to know. I mean, clearly, it's been going on for quite some time, okay? So when you think about it, Seeds are a gateway to everything that we need. We look at ancient seeds and we look at the power within them. And what can those seeds do? What can they tell us? So a lot of ancient 
seeding methods come from harvesting and holding things in beautiful places. Uh, there are other ancient cultures in Africa that braided seed into the hair of women so that while they travel along the journey of the transatlantic, the transatlantic um, slavery, that they had seeds planted into their hair or braided into their hair. And then when they got where they were going, they had seeds to plant the food they needed to survive. Um, it's really, really, really beautiful methods of trying to save not only culture, but people and their belief systems and things that were important to them. So when you think about ancient seed saving, remember that whether it's put into a container or a pot, whether it was braided into hair, whether it was worn around the necks of babies, there are so many beautiful ways to save seeds and these seeds continue time after time again. So if you have your hands on any heirloom seeds that are just something that you love, like one of my favorite, there's an ancient watermelon called Art Combs. I love this melon. It looks really unique. While it has this beautiful color, it has swirls of white flesh in the actual watermelon. And the rind of it is slightly thicker than a traditional watermelon that you see every day. So for me, I love ancient seeds. I try to collect as many of them as I can, even in like the corn that I like to grow. I like to grow a variety of methods, whether it's glass gym or red, blue, um, from a variety of, of ethnic groups. I live for it. It's my thing. And so I want you guys to remember that taking time out, visiting those who grow other things, visiting other culture groups, finding out within those ethnic groups what makes them unique, what does their diet look like, what are plants they love, and seeing if they were willing to share some of those seeds with you and see in return which seeds you can find for them, which they're having a hard time doing. When I work with a lot of, um, I've worked with some traditional um, Native individuals, and when I work with them and their tribes, one thing that I ask them all the time are, you know, what do you like to grow? And we had those conversations and they shared with me, one lady said, I'm looking for this particular, you know, type of pumpkin um, or squash. And I said, okay, what does it look like? Show me a picture. And so I went everywhere, scouring the earth, looking for this, and I found it. And when I finally found it, it was this beautiful, rich green color. Um, and she's like, oh, we make a soup out of this. This is what our grandparents used to eat. And so I found the seeds and I brought them to her. And she was elated. She said, I haven't seen these since I was a child. She said, we've been looking for them and we haven't been able to find them. We've reached out to others within our tribe and, you know, others have passed. So therefore, we haven't had the access to the seeds because they were passed down through generation. Remember that we are passing down our knowledge of love and plants to the generations that are coming behind us. And with that being said, we got to give them something to chew on, okay? So through your favorite plants, through your favorite seeds, we want you to rock on and keep culture and plants and love at the forefront of everything that we do. So our ancient seed saving methods can come from a variety of backgrounds because there's so much beauty in it. Do not forget the power of ancient seeds, planting, and saving because it's everything. So this is Crystal. I'm your plant pusher. And I'm so glad you tuned in. Let me know what seeds you're saving. Let me know how it's going for you. What did you find? Or, or what have you never seen before? I've got my eyes on a couple of varieties, y'all. I'm looking for some really ancient um, seeds and corn, ancient melons, citrus fruits. I have like uh, my top five. So, hey, hit me up in the comments. Let me know. Email me. Visit me on social media and share all your seed-saving must-haves. Let me know what methods your family used and those around you use that you love so much. I can't wait to talk to you further. It's Crystal. 
I'm your plant pusher, and thanks for letting me push up on you with the great plants today. Stay tuned. This show, Plant Pusher Podcast, is brought to you by Possibilities Podcast Platform. We appreciate you listening. Stay tuned. Your favorite episode is up next.